they call them Welcome to another episode of Riders Live. We have a good episode planned for y'all today. I'll be talking to Princeton Ellis today. He's the program director of OG Radio and TV, among other things. We're going to get into it. Labels, artists, promoters, and songwriters. This is the episode that'll be most beneficial to you. We have another segment of What's Poppin'. And the Jackson 5 out of What's Poppin' Artists of the Day. I have them live today on Riders Live. Let's get it. <laughs> Welcome to another segment of What's Poppin', y'all. The Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what's poppin'. Kenny Pickett, that's what's poppin'. Family over everything, that's what's poppin'. Raising Kane in season two, that's what's poppin'. Accountability, that's what's poppin'. Plan and work the plan, that's what's poppin'. Paperwork make the plan work, that's what's poppin'. The Jackson 5, that's what's poppin'. My pen keep the plan alive, that's what's poppin'. Children are the future, that's what's poppin'. <laughs> the Jackson 5 is the writer's live what's poppin' artist of the day. I got them live too, y'all. Let's get it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Na, 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 na. 
That was the Jackson 5 with I Want You Back and The Good Times Live. Both of those songs are available on all streaming platforms. Welcome to Riders Live. I am your host, Riders. Today we have an episode with someone from the OG Radio in Chicago. Please introduce yourself to the listeners of Riders Live and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's going on, everybody, man? I'm your boy, Mr. AK, uh, founder, CEO of Only Great Entertainment, man, program director for uh, OG Radio, OG TV, OG SPN, Only Great Sports Network, all that stuff, man. So uh, that's who I am, man. That's what I represent. Man, I'm from Chicago, man. Robert's Mudville, stand up. Y'all know what it is, man. Uh, been doing this music thing for a long time, man. Uh, yeah, man, just been supporting uh, artists for a minute, man. Supporting artists on my radio station, supporting artists uh, on my TV network as well, well, man. Rocking with a lot of guys, too. That's what's up. How did you get into radio? Man, it's crazy, man. So I started off as an artist, man. I was rapping, doing showcases, and everything else like that, man. You know, moving through the circuit like so many other people. Um, one day, one of my guys hit me up. Uh, one of my one of my friends hit me up. She was doing a radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Um, actually, it's my sister. She was pushing her music. You know, I'm pushing everybody else stuff as well. Um, she did like one show or something like that, but she couldn't keep it going or whatever. Like, I don't know what happened. But um, me doing knowing who I am, I decided to you know pick up and see if I could do you know do a show. So. What I did was instead of me just playing my music, I figured out it was a lane to where not only could I reach out to my friends that were music artists who were trying to get their music played somewhere, and I could switch it to where not only am I supporting myself, I could support these other artists around me. So what I did was I logged into Blog Talk Radio, started doing like a little 30 minute, little segments here and there, playing some music. Um, got like one or two decent sponsors, man, that was rocking with me, some people that was rocking with me, believing what I was doing, which that turned into a two-hour situation. And here we are today, man. I'm still, you know, found the OG radio, still doing my thing with that, man. Uh, we've grown from just doing one, you know, one day a week to three days a week. Um, I was doing a lot of this stuff on my own. Like I was doing OG radio on my own. Like, I mean, 
Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like I was hosting OG radio, playing the music, everything by myself. So, you know, uh, it came to a head now to where I, you know, linked up with some decent, with some amazing people. Uh, shout out to Radio Rail, shout out to Genesis, shout out to B-Trey, shout out to Amethyst. Uh, those are some of the radio hosts that I have put on the show, which was which has enabled me to become the program director, to just sit back, make sure the show running nice, and uh, give these people a platform, because to be honest, that's what they came to me for. They were already doing shows. They were already doing podcasts. They were doing, they were already in the business. And like real came to me and said, you need the platform. Jenny and he brought Genesis along. So basically it was a lot of people looking for a platform. And I had this platform running for 10 plus years now. And I just gave these people the opportunity, man. Just that's what it was. And you know, I'm the type of person that if I see somebody grind just like me, I bless them with the opportunity, man. And that's what it was. That's a that's good. One thing about Chicago, we get a reputation for not helping each other and right. not extending our hand out to um each other and right. being in a dog doggy dog world. And I'm glad that you able to change that narrative by putting your people on. So, what are some of the challenges from being a program director and a radio host and an artist? Walk me through it. Man, it's 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 crazy because you know firsthand how much work it takes to just put a record together, uh, how much courage it takes to get in front of some people and, and rap. Uh, just the whole process of being an artist, understanding how to put a record together, understanding when it's hot, uh, finding the right producer. Shout out to my uh, producer uh, Ron B. Um, and translating that to understanding, like with me, I understood the bigger picture. Like, I just didn't want to be an artist. I just didn't want to, oh, I rap. That's what I do. I just didn't want to be stuck in a box. So, like I said, um, I decided to start the radio station. And then with becoming a program director and trying to host shows, man, it's stressful, man, when you're doing everything on your own. And um, being a program director is much easier for me because I'm not, having to make sure the show, whenever we go live, I got to do all the, do all the work. You know what I'm saying? I put that in the hands of other people who I trust. So my thing is being a program director, just giving these people a blueprint, not trying to micromanage them, not trying to be like, hey, I'm the boss. You do what I tell you to do. It's like, no, nah, look, this is the blueprint that I use that I've been successful with for the last 10 plus years. Um, put your own spin on it. Do what you do. Be you. At the end of the day, what I tell them as far as a, a program director, um, just be who you are, you know, being able to um, tell people to be themselves on camera or on the radio or have it, you know, whatever it is. And, and for program director, it's just more so uh, make sure on the show is running. Um, if I need to step in and host uh, one day, which I do on Fridays, I do it. If it's me, like, putting the link together, putting the creating the show episode, I do that. So all they got to do is, you know, log in, start their show, and they ain't got to worry about nothing. So my job as a program director is to run the station and make sure whatever somebody needs for that day that we're going live, that I can take care of that part. So all they got to worry about is getting in front of the, uh, you know, radio and doing anything. That's basically what it is for a program director. 
Okay. So what are some of the tools that you use to assist you in your management of the station? Um, it's a lot of things, man. Um, first of all, I, I got more than one laptop. I can tell you all that right now. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is I do a lot of uh, analytic work. So um, luckily the Blog Talk Radio does the analytics for me. It lets me know who's listening to what country and where else. So as far as all the analytic work, I don't have to go through and, and punch no numbers. The, the, um, the uh, internet and the uh, website allows they do the hard part pretty much. The internet does the hard part. The website, Blog Talk Radio, does the hard part as far as analytics and, you know, checking your numbers out, seeing what you rank, um, seeing who listening from what country. Um, uh, I think basically when you go into the program and you go into the uh, studio section of it, it's very simple for people to understand. It's very simple for people to, you know, go in there and click and walk through how to, you know, put a whole radio show together on your own. Um, one thing I would say is microphones, definitely put a little money investing in a couple of microphones, man, because you're gonna need that. You're gonna need the microphones. You want something that's studio, studio, like, you know what I'm saying, equipment. You want something that's, that, that's clear, You it's, it's clean, it's crisp, you can hear it when you, you know what I'm saying, you plug it in, make sure whatever laptop you got is compatible to whatever, you know, microphone you're using, headphones, get some real reliable headphones. I mean, I know some people might go to the dollar store and get some, but, you know, you know spend a little money on your equipment, um, you know, uh, your controller if you need that too as well, man. So uh, buying a little controller as well to, you know, control the sounds and the volumes of, you know, the show in, in, in that sense. But um, all in all, man, just invest in all the equipment from the microphone to the headphones, to the laptops that you're going to be using on a day-to-day -day basis um also and then um understanding studying with that whichever website that you're using um because blog talk radio uh they 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 do have other situations where they allow you know your programs to be on different platforms like right now um our og radio is also on apple Podcasts as well so we on Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, however people want to tell it. But we're, we've been on Apple uh, Podcasts for as long as we've been on the air. So that connection with uh, Apple to where people with iPhones can even access it even faster. So um, we're looking to get a couple more sponsors. I'm actually working on some things as well with that situation. But overall, make sure, to make sure you understand the website and understand the program that you're using wherever you're doing your radio show or whatever you're recording with the equipment make sure you know it's some good good equipment you're going to spend a little money it's all about having a budget for what you need to do um also uh just making sure everything works you need to replace things you know you know find that time to replace stuff don't you don't want to be last minute you know on the air and something go out but it will happen that's radio you will get a, a day where you may it may be a storm and the power go out. You got to figure out how to, you know, keep that show going for that day. So just be aware of your surroundings and understand how to, you know, uh, troubleshoot, you know, when you need to troubleshoot. Okay. So what are your thoughts on traditional radio versus online radio? Um, traditional radio, man, I love it. You know what I'm saying? I was just going to say that off the top before we go any further. I love traditional radio. I respect it. I have nothing against it. But um, traditional radio is more corporate. Um, they are controlled by their sponsors. They're controlled by their bosses. They don't, like, the, 
the people who are on the radio, radio personalities, they don't control their airwaves. That's not a bad thing. It's just when you're dealing with a corporation, you have to understand that um, they don't get to depict what they get to play. They have a set playlist. Like every national radio station is linked in with BMI, ASCAP, and all other stuff. And they have a set list of times these songs have to be played and all this other stuff that goes into national radio syndication and stuff like that. So you have to understand if you're an independent artist that just because you connected with somebody on the radio or one of the DJs that's on the radio or one of the radio personalities, that don't mean your song will get played. Um, it's a lot of hoops you got to jump through to get your music played on a national radio station. So that's, an, that's, that's a good thing for people who want that mainstream love and all that. But the reason why I love what I do in my lane and in that radio station, I'm in full control of everything I do. I'm in full control of who I play, when I play it. I'm in full control of if I want to do showcases. I'm in full control of every aspect of my radio station. So um, when the artists tell me they, you know, they looking to get radio play and stuff like that, um, I'm in full control. I don't have to go answer. I don't have to go ask nobody. I don't have to, you know, uh, sit in a meeting and say, hey, I think we should play this artist. It's like, I'm going to play it. And one thing that I do tell artists about my radio station, about OG Radio, I tell us to every artist, this is your own for your music. But that does not mean just because it's your own, um, we just going to play it because you sent it to us. Now, we do do that on the first go around, but I tell artists that your fans, and the artists themselves are going to depict how much you hear your song on OG Radio because we don't have a playlist. We play what the fans ask us to play. So when people hear certain songs, like on a Monday, then they hear it on a Friday, and they hear it on a Tuesday, like, man, I hear that song a lot. How much you paying y'all? It's like, it's a, yes, we can, we, we can do that as far as marketing. If we was on the marketing, he was part of our budget, and we had a budget put together for you in a plan, then, of course, if you wanted to pay for, you know, a marketing budget, you know, we would tell them that's included, but we sell all artists. We play the music according to who sends it to us. And if your fans tell you, hey, we want to hear such and such, we're going to play it. Like, we, we're going to do that. And so I think that's the reason I like independent because what they should be doing is making sure these independent artists get their music heard, but also let them know that just because I'm an internet radio station, that don't mean I am obligated to play it, play it, but you're going to depict how much your song get played. It's going to depict how much you really believe in yourself and believe in your career. Because a lot of times artists, you, you'll play that song one time and then they'll hit you up. Like, I know what happens to me. They hit me up like, oh man, I ain't heard my song in a minute. So when the last time you requested? When the last time one of your friends requested? And if you can't give me an answer, that lets me know that dope people ain't rocking with you like you think they are. But if I'm constantly playing your record, that automatically means either the artist is I don't even mind when artists call in and say they want me to play that song. That's cool. That let me know you believe in that record. Or if you got your friends or your family or whoever you call, you got people who you rock with who genuinely, oh, I know OG Radio on. Let me send them a, you know, a little blast on Instagram or Facebook or something to tell them to play this joint and I'm going to see it and I'm going to play it. So I think it's more so of the independence of being able to play what I want to play and also helping the independent artists understand that you're going to have to grind to get your music played as well, like, you know, to keep it in constant rotation. So, you know. Okay. Um, so would you have, do you have um, campaigns for independent artists? 
How would they go about getting their um, music into regular rotation? Is it just calling by request? Can they get a campaign? How so would they go about that? So we have a lot of different stages of that. Like I just uh, broke down, like if an artist continues to call and or whatever dates that um, we're on, on live and they call in them days, yeah, we'll play it. If we got the time to play it, we'll play it. Now, campaigns, yes, we have a marketing department now for Only Great Entertainment to where we have packages. It's, okay. it's from one month to three months. Okay. So um, each package has a price. And each price is an ex Like, the plan explains itself. So if I send you the plan, for one month, you'll get these things. For two months, you'll get these things. And three months, you'll get these things. So each month adds a little bit more to what we provide for you as far as our marketing and our campaigns for. Let's say if you were releasing a mixtape and, you know, you're really trying to push it, then, you know, we sit you down and we show you our, our packages. We show you our prices. And then it explains to you everything that we provide for you. It's just on the artist to understand Number one, their budget. Um, I can't stress that enough. The artists have to understand. Even me, myself, the program director, I have, to, I have to have a budget. If I'm putting the project together, I have to have my budget ready to pay for anything I need to pay for. So when it comes to artists, when I say we do, we, we're a marketing company, we market the artists to companies they normally wouldn't even market to or know how to market themselves to. Because some artists just put music out and keep it moving. They think that you're going to blow up YouTube, whatever, like, you know, whatever. But we have budgets for that. Um, like I said, anybody who, um, artists or even small, even business owners, we don't just, uh, our marketing campaigns are just not for artists, but also for business owners. So anybody who definitely looking for marketing, um, looking for somebody to start a campaign for either their clothing line or their single that's coming out, a mixtape, I could definitely get into me, man. And, and, and we're the type of company as as soon as you you pick your package, you look at our contract and you agree on it and you send us the money, we get right to work. We don't we don't waste time. We understand time is money. And as soon as we get to work on that artist, we we right on it. Okay. Um, where can they go to access this information or is it public information already? Um, for me, I posted a lot on my OG radio Facebook page. You just type in OG radio, you're searching it. It's the only emblem with the big giant boom box. going to say OG radio on it, or they can inbox me. They can inbox me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever, to get the information. Um, just basically follow me. You know, on, on social media, I'm always posting that we, we got a marketing company. I'm always posting, telling the artists if they need help with their marketing, we're available. We always, we always ready to work. Um, so honestly, man, they could just hit me up or they could just follow me on, on all my social media if they want that information. Um, I always tell artists, um, be budget ready, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I can give out the information. But um, at the same time, it's like when you ready to work, we ready to work. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind up getting out, giving out the information, but it's also certain situations where um, I just tell people to just follow my pages if they want the info, and then any additional questions or they ready to get to work, then you know they can hit my hit my inbox, DM me, and all that good stuff. Right. Um, one misconception that a lot of artists have is that um they don't understand that everybody pays. Jay Z, Eminem, Kanye. Right. 
Kendrick Lamar. Everybody pays. They have a yeah. marketing budget. That's why um you you don't hear Izzo um right five times a day now because right. there's no marketing dollars for it. There's you no might hear yeah. like maybe once right. every two or three weeks because yeah. the um the campaign is over for that. Right, right. When they right. go on tour, you know, they're not just giving them the United Center and these other venues right. to perform. They have to pay. Yeah. And the, and that's one thing that we do try to teach on OG Radio, uh, OG Entertainment, um, for, for all my artists, I me mean, for all the people that work with us, man, um, we all understand it's a real business. We all understand um, what budgets mean. Like we have projects that we're doing. We make sure we look into our budget and see what we have to spend. Um, I also encourage artists when they asking questions and they, you know, it gets to the point where it's a lot of questions being asked. Then we tell them like, "Hey, man, look, I got a budget. For you. you know, um, it's a budget that you need." And I feel like the one issue is that a lot of like business people, like far as people that do marketing. People like like people that producers, studio guys who run studios, we all understand that we need budgets. Some of these artists just they sometimes feel like they you know they try to you know work their way around the money situation or something like that, and then they also fall back and be like, well, you know, ain't nobody really rocking with me. It's like no, it's not the fact they ain't rocking with you. It's the fact that a lot of the stuff you asking for it costs money. And if you can't go out and badge yourself or you ain't able to do this service on your own, it's people out here who do these services at the best of their ability. But you have to understand that, you know, this either is the job that they have and this what they get paid for and that's that's it. Or it's one of them side hustles or one of these side ventures, business ventures where this is a real business to them. They're not shortchanging nobody. And if they're going to put 110% in to where this making sure your music sound right in the studio, making sure they giving you the best beat possible or you shooting a music video, they they using the top line of equipment and, you know, um, making sure you have the best visual. Uh, they got to understand that, you know, the, the the top, top people like, you know, the Jay-Z's, the Kendrick Lamar's, the Kanye West, everybody has a budget from when they put a project out. I don't care how big these people get. They have a budget for what they put. Either they're getting it from their label or now that a lot of these guys are independent and they have their own labels, have distribution deals to where they have a already set up budget for, okay, you know, we finna shoot this music video. It's going to cost this much. Or we got a single we pushing on the artist and this is how much you have for your budget and this is what we set up for you. So there's ways to understand that no matter where, where you are on the totem pole, that you have to understand when you're getting ready to do a project or whatever you're doing, that there's nobody that's going to do nothing for free. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't, some people may do favors, but a lot of guys, you know, it's, it's either they're going to do a favor, but when the contract come out, they're going to get more of the, you know, the, the back end money and you're not going to get a lot because if he did it for the favor, he going to make sure he recoup on the back end. So it's a lot to it in the game. You just got to understand your paperwork, man, to be honest. At the end of this, at the end of the day, it is music business. Right, right. You just said a word, a word that um that I like a lot and I believe in wholeheartedly because I'm in the, I'm an independent artist myself, but I'm not right. gonna talk about me. One word that I believe in is recoup. Yeah, I believe in recoup. Um, yeah, 
I believe in investing in myself and I believe in marketing it as well. Right. So um it's OG radio, um a, a BDS station or no? Uh, currently, we are not a BDS uh, station. We are working on that um, just because of, of paperwork situations. We want to make cool. sure cool. we, we want to make sure we stay as independent as possible. Um, as far a lot of other things, we are we are uh, we are official label. We are official radio station. We are official. We got all our paperwork for all of that stuff. But a lot of things that we don't do. As far as BDS is because of, you know, the paperwork, paperwork situation and certain things that me as a businessman don't agree with. Right. Um, so, you know, it's it's a way that we can we can still work that out. So, I mean, it, it's 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 time to where um, we're getting closer to what I like to see as far as the contract for B, BDS for my radio station. And um, like I said, at the end of the day, we still support the artists, the independent artists, and um, they still get the, the they, they spend numbers. We still can track how many times that song's being spent because a lot of artists be like, okay, if you ain't BDS, at least let me know how many spins I'm getting a week or how many I'm getting per month and year. And we can still dish out that information. We still have that logged in, so we can still give that to that artist. So if they need that information to take it somewhere else to BDS and still get that check, we're still able to help them get that check regardless of the situation too. So even though we not officially linked in with BD, uh, BDS because we're an independent radio station, um, we have have some deals on the table to get syndicated or get sponsored by a bigger company. So where we do get BDS and we don't have to worry about that big situation with the contract then yes, but right now we currently are not. There's nothing wrong with that. So with the radio, um, what are what are some obstacles that the artists have? Like, do you have problems with people coming to the label without a manager, without representation, without the knowledge of how things work? Is that what the major issue is with artists? When should artists have a manager or seek management? Uh, first of all, uh, all of the above. That's how a lot of artists come to me, um, a lot of new artists. Um, one thing I would tell artists, new artists, um, before you think about getting a manager, think think about what you're doing. Thinking about, um, could you learn this stuff on your own? Because if this is what you're doing full time, you should at least- um, Educate yourself. And educate, study and educate, the, uh, study the game and educate yourself on the game. Um, Go on YouTube. Um, um, anything that you need to be honest in this in this time in this age, you can Google it. You can YouTube it. So um, it's people giving out free game. You just have to take the time and listen to it. I've gotten approached by a lot of artists who want me to manage them, and I know right now for everything that I have going on, I cannot manage no artist. Um, anybody who comes to my label and wants to work, whether as a um radio host personality or want to be on my web tv show as a personality or something like that um we work out the you know work out the situation where we need to work it out make sure everything is on the up and up contract wise and everybody understands their role um also you know when, when they get the contract they read it they love it they like it we sign up we get rolling we do what we have to do to you know make sure that that person is comfortable in that role but as far as managing the art any artist 
no, I'm not managing any artists. I do have people on my team that are putting our projects. And, you know, we already worked that out the way we work it out here at OG Radio, contract wise and all that other stuff. But um, I've been approached to do some everything. I mean, I DJ as well. So I've been approached to host mixtapes, mix down mixtapes. Um, I've been approached by artists like, yeah, I need a manager. And I always ask them, what do you need a manager to do? Something that you should be able to do on your own. Because at the end of the day, a manager doesn't do anything but make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. And I figure a lot of people, you should know, okay, I got studio time here. I put it in my schedule, let me get to work. Okay, I got this going on here, I'm gonna do this. Now, if you building a team and y'all building a label and a company, of course, have somebody who is good on scheduling you and, and, and make sure they stay, that everybody else stay on point with, you know, calendar dates, you know, you know, deadlines and stuff like that. But if you just starting out and you just making music, educate yourself first. Then if you really think you need a manager, you need to start looking for the right manager. Because a lot of times, for me personally, I don't never want to manage nobody, but I feel like managers, they they're like babysitters to me. It's like, it's like you need to be babysit or walk through everything you need to do on a daily basis. Like you you know what I'm saying, a, a, a superstar. Like, I know a lot of superstars like Jay-Z and all of them, they have assistants. They don't have managers. They have assistants to where they keep them on schedule because they're do, they doing so much stuff and, you know, they hands and stuff and, you know, they making big money moves. But I feel like an artist is starting out right now. You just need to educate yourself. And if you feel like you need a manager, you just need to also understand and find the right manager because a lot of times you'll get these managers out here who, they know the whole game. They know the whole lick, and they get you to sign a bogus contract. Um, just like New Edition. I mean, I can go on. It's a lot of major celebrities who sign bad contracts. You know, whether it was through not understanding their paperwork or just being so happy and humble to get in the game, they don't care who they sign with. They ain't reading no contract. So um, I wouldn't manage nobody. Not because I wouldn't do a good a job. It's just because I know my plate is too full to even think about managing anybody. But Anybody that's looking to be on air, be on the radio, of course, I definitely look into adding one or two more people to, you know, hosting the show here and there just to free me up for some other things that I, I'm working on right now. But uh, that's probably the only thing I would do is if any artist or anybody that was looking to be a radio host or a personality or just be like an intern with the company and just see how the industry works, oh, I'm definitely always open to, you know, helping somebody out in that sense. Okay. Um. Hey, we enjoy you being on Riders Live. So, um, I want you to plug all your social media and um, where people can um, hit you up to um, be on OG Radio. Oh man, first of all, I appreciate you, bro, for uh, having me. Uh, to you know, let me come on here and you know, chop it up with you. Also, I want to say thank you for uh, putting a uh, radio rail on here as well, man. We both appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, what I'm saying for somebody from my team to be able to be on your, you know, your 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 network and, and rock with you. Um, for me, man, it's simple to get at me, man. Um, honestly, Instagram, Twitter, you can hit me up at Mister AKA Thirty Eight. That's at M-R-A-K-838. Um, OG Radio on Facebook. You can uh, type in OG Radio. We the only one with the giant boombox, man. Holla at us there. Um, also, man, on Facebook, you hit me up at Princeton Ellis, man. Just type my name in. You'll see my picture pop up, man. 
Um, I'm very easy to contact, man. So those are the ways people get in contact with me, man. Or they can email me at maxicourt at yahoo.com. That's M-A-X-E-Y-C-O-U-R-T at yahoo.com, man. And um, I'm very uh, accessible, man. I ain't one of these guys who, you know, think I ain't too good to talk to nobody, man. I'm always got my head to the streets. I'm always a humble guy. I'm willing to, you know, help artists, help business owners, um, help, you know, people trying to get into the uh, industry, whether it's on the radio's personalities or as an artist. So, yeah, man, uh, it's your boy, Mr. AK, OG Radio, OGNT, man. We doing what we do, man. And, oh, yeah, man, uh, coming real, real soon, man. A lot of people ain't going to know, man. I'm going to let you know that uh, I'm currently getting ready. One of my one of my boys, my, my boy, Jamez, he's uh, helping me um, shoot a documentary about OG Radio from the start up until now, man. So uh, I'm ready to get started on this project, man. So uh, a lot of footage people going to be seeing from wherever I've been at, even you know, wherever, you know, it's, if I did a radio interview somewhere, we using our footage, man. So, you know, you don't be surprised if we, we use this footage. Good. No secrets here. It's Yeah, I got to tell a lot of people I do interviews on that just to let them know that, man, if you, a year from now you see a documentary and you be like, hey, man, hold on. Like, nah, we, you know, that's what we do. But, man, bro, I definitely 100% appreciate you, bro, for just, you know, allowing me to take the time out on your station and, and rock with you and you know what I'm saying? Be able to put this information out for all these other artists. And, bro, I definitely, man, congratulations on everything you're doing with the podcast, bro. Man, I've been I've been seeing you grind, seeing you work. Uh, people don't know I've been playing music from you on my radio station. People already know it's, it's love between me and this guy right here, man. It's, it's, it's mutual. You know what I'm saying? I rock with him 110 percent. I want everybody else to rock with you, too, man. So definitely support this dude. That's what's up. Y'all heard Princeton Ellis. Program director, OG Radio, Riders Live, we out. We out, man. Appreciate it. If you would like to support the Riders Live podcast, we have merchandise in the Riders Live podcast merch store and our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash R-O-D-E-S. Option one, we have the Riders Live podcast merch store. Option two, we have the White Lines book by Riders Hunt. Option three, we have the RidersOnline.net website. We have all our social media links available in the link tree as well. So hit up Linktree slash R-O-D-E-S. Thank you. We dropping the mic on Riders Live. I hope everyone was able to get something from this episode. Artists, managers, labels, indies, and A&Rs. Hit up Princeton Ellis. If you need radio play, video edits, advertising, any type of outlet to catapult your marketing and promotion to the next level, get in tune with them. I have an episode dropping next week. It'll be a step-by-step sequential plan on how to release your album, EP, and or single. I'll be quarterbacking it. You know, I just want to help everybody with a successful release. What's your definition of success? What do you plan on getting out of your release? 
Do you have a plan? What's special about your release that'll make somebody want to buy? Will you have bundles available? Do you have distribution in place? These are the questions I want everybody to ask themselves. Is the business set up properly for you to receive your royalties? The episode is going to be called True Value, so be ready to tap in for the gems. Don't be afraid to book me for a consultation via the booking form on writersonline.net. Till next time, we out.